Hello, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. You may know me best as the diabetic who reversed her diabetes through eating a ketogenic lifestyle and then went on to help others to do the same, as well as lose 30 pounds, 20 pounds, adjust their blood sugar levels. Yeah, we did that. Well, here on the show, we are doing our best to stick our noses where they don't belong so that way we can get to the answer of why our health is so confusing and then get it cleaned up and move on. (laughs) If that is something that you are interested in, then you are in the right place as we dig deeper We pull back the layers of the onion and we get to the real reason of why, as opposed to throwing medication on it. Thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2 and kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2. I'm Danielle, your hostess, and I am here, we are here, you all are here, so that way we can discuss and ask the question, why? Why we have joint pain? And you know, I took this question from two beautiful elderly ladies, both above the age 88. And so this episode 49 is Conversations with the Elderly, What the Boer Niet Kent. And you are going to be so surprised and maybe just delighted by this. Welcome to Type 2 Take 2. Sit down and enjoy the ride. At Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, we believe that pursuing health does not have to be a rich man's sport and you do not have to be a scientist to know how to work to get your health back in order. And with that in mind, we offer you protocols. We give you bio-individualized plans to help you get yourself back to health and wellness so that way you can enjoy the life that you wanna have. There's nothing better than having a quality life. Life is short and sweet, but it doesn't mean that it has to lack quality. And with that, we offer you tips, bite-sized pieces to help you figure out what's gonna be best for you. That includes diet, exercise, stress, toxin removal, rest, rest, emotional balance, dietary supplements, and so much more. And yeah, we teach you how to have a great time too. If that's something you're interested in, please don't hesitate to get a hold of us. Contact us. Our link is down below, or you can go to ihinwacoach.com and click on the form to get started. Now, as I mentioned last week, we are having a completely new format. So I hope you're excited because I am. And starting this new format off, we're going to start with a did you know. And this is just something that we'll be adding into the podcast every time you listen. So that way you get a bite-sized piece of what it's like to increase your health knowledge. You can be more health intelligent. How about that? So did you know that when you eat with a rush, when you rush to eat, when you're sitting down or standing up, but you're rushing to eat, that you are taking in more oxygen and you probably have not prepared your brain to eat the food because digestion starts in the brain and then it starts and then it goes through the mouth and then it works its way through the gut. Did you know that if you do not 
take your time to eat and relax that not only are you taking in more air than you need, which is in turn upsetting your stomach and causing gas, but you are also disturbing the process of rest and digest, which is also aggravating your gut, which is probably going to end up with, uh, cause you to end up with irritable bowels or gas. (laughs) If you didn't know, now you know. All right, now for some chit chat. You all, you all, it's been a beautiful day. And you know what? I've actually been listening to lots of podcasts, as you know I always do, right? And I happened to listen to an interview with uh, Stephen Cabral and James Nestor. And you may know him as the breathing guy or whatever. However you know him, fine. James Nestor was being interviewed by Dr. Stephen Cabral, and I was listening to it, and he was speaking on the effect on the fact or the effect of proper breathing. And you know what? <laughs> I realize that I don't properly breathe, and I probably don't properly, and I probably don't properly breathe like 99.9% of my day and night, because I, when I sleep, I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe. Maybe I do while I'm sleeping because I'm not thinking about it then. I'm just breathing or not because I'm used to it already. I listened and I heard that that is actually, we we all as a people actually ex- exhale way more carbon dioxide than we should as a people. I'm talking humankind here because we are not breathing properly. He mentioned that we should Taking breaths, this is the simple way to go. Taking the breath at five minutes and exhale at five minutes. But you know, that's hard to do if you're a chest breather. And I realized that's exactly what I am. And most of us are because as we became more confident in, in living, we started breathing through our chest. And if you just stop a minute, and just let your gut hang out. Let it hang out. I know you're, oh my gosh, you're going to burst that button. Me too. Just let it hang completely out. And then you take in that deep breath, five seconds. Did I say five seconds the first time or five minutes? It's five seconds, guys. You can't take in, you can't inhale for five minutes. I don't think so. And you can't exhale for five minutes either. I don't think. I, I, yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> so if you do that, conscious, when you when you find yourself breathing through your chest, Stop and consciously breathe through your gut. Five seconds in, five seconds out, five seconds in. When you remember, I mean, I I doubt you're going to put a reminder for that because then after a while, that's really going to be annoying. But five seconds in, five seconds out. Isn't that cool? Then you will increase your oxygen level. You will oxygenate your brain to a better capacity. Your your muscles will get the uh, proper oxygen also that it needs, so that way they can expand and make it. And that is uh, vaso, uh, not dilating, but it it opens up the <laughs> it opens up your your uh, your muscles, so that way they can take in enough oxygen, and that means also blood. And then you know you just become a looser, better person. So there's that. Now, did he say all that part? Yeah, he probably did. Did he say it the way I said it? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all.
Now, here's an update from our friends at Equal Life. When it comes to the aches, pains, bumps, and bruises that accompany outdoor activities, it's important to remember that inflammation is often the underlying cause. To find the most relief, you want all of the natural compounds that are the pain relief balm has to offer. So Equal Life offers the full spectrum, meaning the maximum amount of helpful native phytochemicals and is retained during the extraction process. That is the gift from Equal Life. If you purchase any products over $149, you'll receive one free jar of the pain relief balm. That pain relief balm is a it comes through uh, the CBD uh, extraction, and it is actually going to help you. Now, this is not available for every state and it's not available for outside of the country outside of the u.s but it's available to those of you who can receive it you would just have to click on the link down below on my on the on the show notes and see if you are if you can receive it so as the longer as the longer days of spring and summer set in there are undoubtedly many amazing outdoor activities we all enjoy partaking in but sometimes our bodies need a little support when it comes to recuperating and our calming pain relief balm is a perfect complement to the relaxation routine that you desire. So if you're in need of a soothing relief, this week's promo through Equal Life will be one to take advantage of. And again, get that jar of pay, the pain relief balm on any orders over $149. Hey, it's worth a shot. All right, and now for the Envision Health updates. Let's see here. Well, I do want to update you all on the new format. Yes, I told you all that we're going to start a new format. Of course, I couldn't remember the words, but here we are now. This new format in which we're going to get deeper. We're going to go a little bit. We're going to go a little bit harder in the books. We're going to pull out my medical assisting uh, book and help uh, help us all to understand a few things even if it's said in medical jargon we try to break that down for you but i am so excited because we have this new format and it's my way of giving back to you all so that way you know that health does not pursuing health does not have to be a rich man's sport i've told you that before and i want to make good on that statement so here we are I'm so excited. Stay, stick around with me as we uh, follow through with this. And I hope you share this information with your friends. Okay, everybody. Now we are talking setbacks. We are talking setbacks here. And maybe you have some setbacks, but I wouldn't know because I have not received any from you all. Now, I'm not saying that you should tattle on yourself or anything, but the possibility is there that you may have a setback that you want to share with someone. Hey, I am not judging. So if there's anything that you want to share... You are more than welcome to click on the contact us form in our website. And that is, uh, that is ehenwacoach.com. What? Like what? What do you mean Ihinwa coach? Yeah. E-H-I-N-W-C-O-A-C-H.com. Ihinwa. What does Ihinwa stand for? Well, because we felt it was a bit much to say the whole word every time we shortened it to, in which it was, Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness Coach.com. But of course, 
saying that every time is kind of annoying, right? How would you remember? So, Ihinwa coach, or as Olivia came up with that actually, my 16-year-old, because she said, you know, it only makes sense. Why would we keep on saying the whole thing over and over? It's Ihinwa coach, mom. Ihinwa coach. And so, I, so, you know, as a smart mother would, she listened to her smarter daughter, Ihinwa coach. So if you go on to ihinwacoach.com, and the link will be down below where it says contact us, you can contact us and make your voice known. I'd love to hear from you all. So I said setbacks. I don't have any setbacks to report, honestly. Um, I am working, as always, on my own health. I do want you all to, to know that I'm not perfect at all. And if you remember, if you listen to podcast 48 or 47, <laughs> then you would know for sure that I was, I'm not a perfect being, not a perfect person. I will never be perfect and I will never, I will attempt to do my best in all things because I've been taught to do that. That's just Bible. But I will never lie and say that I'm perfect. So that means there'll be times when I mess up like further than I want to go. And I'll just be honest. But otherwise, if I have some things that I have planned into my diet for me, then that is not a setback for me. But I think I created a setback for my husband, Renee, because I made a buttload of vegetables and he's like, ah, 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 yo. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. But, you know, that's just me mo mocking his Dutch uh, culture. I'm not mocking. I love it very much. But Maybe that was a setback for him. If I had intermingled, if I had some, put some bacon in there, I think he would have enjoyed it better. But for me, no setbacks to report, folks. Sorry. Ring that bell. All right. Motivation and encouragement. We are coming to that point where we want to talk about not letting vanity get in the way of you doing the right thing. It may sound stupid or maybe even self-explanatory, but the fact is I, as I mentioned in the did you know, I did not want to let my gut, <laughs> my gut hang out. I did not want to let it hang out. I did not want to, uh, you, and you know what, honestly, if I really think about it, I never really did let my gut hang out. Once I learned to hold my gut in, I held it in. Like, I, even now, I find myself holding it in. Now, some of you may say, well, yeah, you're supposed to hold your stomach in so that way it can strengthen your vertebra. Um, no, bruh. <laughs> no, bruh. Really, the I did hold my stomach in. I used to have my chest out, stomach in, head forward, you know, exude confidence exude confidence but when the gut started when i started practicing this because i heard this podcast i think on friday yes i heard it on friday and ever since i've been trying to let my gut hang out taking those deep breaths as i remember then i realized hey it feels great but before i did that guys before I realized that it felt great, even though I felt great right off the bat, because I was like, wow, I'm actually breathing. Whoa. The fact is, I was so embarrassed about how my gut hang out. Yeah, look, guys, I'm not flat. I'm not, I don't know. I, I don't have a flat stomach. I mean, it may not be super big or whatever, or whatever it may be, even, even if it were. 
it, it wouldn't matter. But for me to say that I don't have a flat stomach, I was a flat, I had a flat stomach up until I was about 19 or whatever. And then horm- hormones kicked in or the rest of the hormones kicked in and I became a woman. But fact is my gut and, you know, my freshman, sophomore, 20, uh, have always been a part of my life since. And so I have always tucked it in, hold it in, hold it in, you know, put on the nice clothes, hold it in, make sure your shirt, your, your gut doesn't protrude from your stomach or wear a bigger blouse, right? Well, no, that's what I did. But when I listened to that podcast with James Nestor, it was like, <laughs> it was so simple. You see how health tips can be so simple and uh, cheap? I mean, for re, unless you count the, the toxins that you inhale in at the same time, which costs you in the long run. But hey, that's what that's what detoxes are for, right? Liver detoxes. But I'm just saying, I want to motivate and encourage you to not let vanity get in the way of you doing the right thing. And what that right thing for you is the right thing for you. But it has to be the right thing, not the thing that just makes you feel good and not actually does you good. You know how they always used to say milk does a body good? Well, now we know that the proteins in milk casein is actually too large for our cells to actually take in. So, <laughs> but you know, that's besides the point, you know, RBSTs and all that jazz. But what I'm saying is do the, don't be afraid to do the right thing, whatever the right thing is for you. I mean, and there is a right and wrong. Let, don't let anybody tell you that there is no right and wrong. There is a right and wrong thing. Like if you if you murder me, that's wrong. That's wrong, guys. That's wrong. Or like if you throw a rock at my head, that's wrong too. If you tie something over my mouth to get me to shut up, that's wrong. But there's a right thing. There's a will you please be quiet kind of thing. Or I'm not going to throw this rock at you kind of thing. Or I'm not going to murder you, but can you go away kind of thing. I'm just saying, I want to motivate you. I want to motivate all of you to not let vanity, such as my holding my gut in, my, I I had a baby 16 years ago. gut my before i had a baby gut the hey i'm a sophomore and now i've all all of a sudden uh, gained 20 pounds gut all of those whatever your whatever your gut you, the name of your gut is whatever that is whatever your thing is i want to really motivate you to not let vanity that may be the vanity of of, of pride I know we all want to look our best. So that may be the vanity of looking at your best, if that's the case. It could possibly be the vanity of not letting somebody help you. That's also vanity because you're too proud to take the help. And pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. You see, coaching 101 once again. (laughs) So, guys. I want to motivate you, guys, gals, puppies, kittens. I want to motivate you to not let vanity get in the way of you doing the right thing. Okay? Cool. Hi, I'm Danielle with Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness. I am the owner, founder, CEO, all the things, (laughs) but I'm not the marketer and I'm not the designer. I have help. And just like I have help to get things done, you probably need help 
getting things done as well. What do I mean? Maybe you're just a few cents short of a dollar. Maybe you're just shy of getting to your goal and you need a bit of help. Or maybe you have no place, you have no idea where to start. That's where I want to come in and help you get to where you need to be. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to you caregivers, you kingdom workers, you weighted uh, dysregulated blood sugar and unbalanced inflammation, which is affecting your hormones. Or you with absolutely wacky hormones that just happen to have dysregulated blood sugar and unbalanced inflammation. You see how those work together? I want to help you get to the place where you need to be with wholeness naturally and also mind, body, heart, spirit, all of the things. If that's something that appeals to you, I would love for you to click down below on the contact form or even better, you know, schedule yourself in for a free discovery call. See if my methods work for you. Okay, so like I said, welcome to the health segment. And our episode is called Conversations with the Elderly, what the boer niet kent. Now, you may wonder, what does that mean, what the boer niet kent? That's not even English, Danielle. I know, I know. It's Dutch because I live in a Dutch-speaking country. So I grabbed this up and I just, at first when I heard it, I was like, that's not proper Dutch. But you know, what do I know about proper Dutch? I just speak it. It doesn't mean that I know proper Dutch. What the boer niet kent. Um, what it means is what the what the farmer doesn't know. And the, there's a second part to it. What the farmer doesn't know, he won't eat. Okay, so that's what it means. And if you look at it this way, in our in our current society, in our current gro- uh, food progression or digression or we honestly we're not progressing in our in our food because we're developing things we're growing things hey hey calm down danielle we're not there yet okay 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 so what that means also is that what was good for yesterday is also good for today in other words they're not going people are stuck in their old ways and they're not going to try new things now that may sound like a really great thing or maybe it's not because if you think about it We've got what? What are those uh, those those twenty seven thousand ingredient vegan burgers called again? You know all those things. It's fan- it's fantastically ridiculous what is come to come to pass as new. But you know what? Now because I, I'm not I'm not shooting down on veganism, guys. You already know, <laughs> or maybe you know too well. But you know that, hey, if you're going to choose a vegan, a vegan uh, food source as a lifestyle type thing, that's up to you. But what I'm saying is that fake food, the things that are being grown and, um, and manufactured in a lab to, to compensate for not eating the natural things that has been provided for us by God. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. And unfortunately, those are things that are being pushed, just like margarine. That wasn't, that was never back in the day. Margarine was never back in the day. Margarine was actually a a hydrolyzed mess created by someone who was afraid of fat. And we can go on, we can look back and see who made, who, I don't want to say they made up the tale, but they did studies. They did it on rabbits. 
concerning saturated fat. It was saturated fat they were scared of. Oh, no, not the dreaded fat. Oh, my God. And instead, they fed, they fed these vegetarian rabbits, these rabbits that don't eat saturated fat. It's not in their diet. They fed the rabbits the saturated fat. And lo and behold, they got heart disease. Well, well it's not for them to eat. We, however, have the enzymes to break it down so that way we can eat saturated fat. And guess what? Lo and behold, it's good for our brains. Well, what do you know? You know, so that is why this doesn't necessarily fit the bill when it comes forward. Because I could easily say, oh, well, I'm not going to mess with the things that are new because they're disgusting. But we're still dealing with things that are new that have been genetically modified all of the things to deal with, to compensate for not eating real fat, real food, all these genetically modified food. Now, what does that have to do with these beautiful elderly people? Well, this is what. So when I was talking to these beautiful elderly people, one thing came to mind. One thing was pressing hard on yeah, their lives. The fact that they were having joint pain. And one of them told me, okay, yeah, in Dutch, <laughs> they told me, yeah, I have pain in my hands. And the nurse told me that it's, um, it's rheumatoid arthritis. And another one, she told me, yeah, I've got knee pain. And it's like, the joints really hurt. And then I just, you know, you get used to eating a certain way, right? And then you forget you forget actually that these things are not good for you. But hey, what the boor, what the what the boor kent need, eh? or what the uh, what the boor need kent? They don't know that this stuff is affecting them. They didn't know. I explained it, and they're like, "What? How could this be possible? All this stuff is supposed to be healthy. How is that possible? How? How?" So how, right. So they were just, you know, enjoying their beschouches and their, man, their uh, different types of crackers that they have for the morning. They eat breakfast or they have their ensnachebrot or, you know, their one slice of bread, they say. And then they have their havermout, their oatmeal. And, you know, havermout, yeah, okay, good. You know, bread, yeah, in some instances, okay, good. You know, um is okay. In some instances, is good. In any event, these foods have been altered. All of these foods have been altered. If you're not getting organic, if you're not getting GMO free, non-GMO, then these foods have been altered. And since they have been altered, they have been altered. And the things that the nutrients, the rich nutrients that were in these foods have been taken out. And not only that, even if that's not the case, they have been so abundantly sprayed with pesticides that the body attacks because the body does not like all of those killer killer things in the body because it kills it kills the microbiome not only does it kill the microbiome the gut the microbiota, the your, your gut flora, the things that are supposed to keep you healthy, your immune system, but then it causes an inflammatory reaction. And what do we know about inflammation, guys? You you already know we've discussed inflammation so often. Hopefully, you guys are you know superstars, experts on the situation. 
but in essence, in principle, in 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 principle, inflammation is not 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 a bad thing, but it has to be balanced. If it's higher in omega sixes, which is the 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 fatty acid that goes to flood the system to protect and and to get things you know protected so that way the white blood cells can come in and do their job and not high in omega-3s where the omega-3 fatty acids come in to repair then it's constantly affecting the body therefore the inflammation takes place and then the joints are swollen oh 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 yes now you're understanding let me tell you something this is i i've told you all before i'd studied medical assisting um i graduated by the way as a medical assistant um and i still have my books because well i have one of my books i have my books because i wanted to keep on top of these things i thought i was gonna be a medical assistant here but i'm glad i'm not because i get to be an integrative health practitioner here and I find that so much more uh, helpful. So what the book says about it, this is Pearson's Anatomy and Physiology, Pearson's Comprehensive Medical Assisting. Okay, so it says, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disorder causing joints to become deformed due to inflammation. In addition to inflammation, increased growth of both cartilage and bone is associated with this autoimmune disorder and it gives signs and symptoms. Rheumatoid arthritis is marked by inflammation, joint swelling, and joint deformity. Morning joint stiffness is very common as joints have had limited movement during sleep. Fatigue and loss of appetite are also associated with this disease. Okay, and as for treatment, because of no, you know as an allopathic, this is a medical, medical book. So the allopathic form of it says, there is no cure rheumatoid arthritis. Now, let me say this for, let me say this, as you all know, there's a cure for everything because, um, let me, let me take that back because you know, I can't say we can cure. I don't cure your body cures itself. It heals itself, but it doesn't mean that the bones are going to come back to its uh, normalcy. For example, you can reverse your inflammation and stop that pain from occurring. Cartilage, uh, Well, let's talk about it. All right, before we get to cartilage, I'd like to go ahead and continue on with how this uh, actually affects a person. So these lovely ladies, so, so I said, were both dealing with different types of inflammation, joint pain, one in the hand where she can barely close her hands. She can barely squeeze her hands closed and she had surgery and still she can barely squeeze her hands closed now she can finally feel the tips of her fingers to pick to pick something up steadily but as far as squeezing her hands closed she can barely do it and the other well she can she has to walk with a walker now i must say that she's at her age it is acceptable for her to walk with a walker to continue with balance and to keep her uh, sure of herself, you know, for that self, you know, so she can feel better and secure. But also the joint pain that is in her knee, and I've looked at, I've seen her knee, uh, is is 
it's a bit much. It's quite, it's inflamed. It may not be as red as it could be, but you can see the swelling there. Now, I don't know her health history. I don't know what's gone on in her past. Um, but I do know that, well, her health has been affected by this and she does mention it quite often. And you know, and she moans when she has to get up. Sometimes I moan when I have to get up and my, when I have too much inflammation in my body, oh my goodness, it is a, it's a bear. It is so difficult to get off of a low sitting position and that's frustrating. So if I, being a younger person, have that frustration, then she obviously has that self, that same frustration. The only thing is, is that we attribute it as, as society to being old. And actually that is not necessarily the case. You don't have to be old to have these things. For example, I, myself, when I got, I got into a bike accident when I was about 16 or 17 years old, I was riding home. Um, I was riding home from school. I think it was an after school program, something or so forth. Um, I was riding home from school and I was on the sidewalk. Now you may ask yourself, well, why were you riding on the sidewalk? Obviously you're supposed to be riding in the street. Well, (laughs) it wasn't necessarily a requirement to ride on the street as much as it was that we could ride on the sidewalk. I mean, the rule was probably there, but it wasn't well enforced and I didn't really think anything about it. Suffice it to say, I got in that accident. I hit a curb, uh, uh, an up risen curb in front of the Catholic church. And I flew off of my bike and I hurt my knee. I hurt it so bad. I could barely walk home. And as a matter of fact, I didn't even have the opportunity because after the second car rolled by and laughed at me, the third car came by and they picked me up and they helped me to get home. They took me home in their car. Strangers. Hey, I couldn't walk. I was going to take the ride from the strangers. I was just going to do it. I was going to do it. So now 17, I'm now 39 years old. That is a big jump. That is 22 years ago. But when my inflammation is high in my body, when I weigh more than my body would like, which is around 80, 85, 95 at the max kilos, then I feel it in that knee, in that knee. And that makes a difference. Can you imagine you go about your whole life, you kind of forget about it. And hey, look, I was super duper overweight, guys. I was almost 300 pounds. Um, I know I keep on jumping between kilos and pounds, so it's probably hard for you to recognize what I'm saying. At a, at a, at what? with 95 times 2.25 and then you get pounds. Okay. So there you go. (laughs) But what I'm saying is this, I, at my, at my heaviest, not eating health, not eating in a healthy manner, I didn't feel the knee pain. But now, now that I've cleared my system of a lot of inflammation, when my weight gets above what my body likes or when I consume too much inflammatory things, I feel it and I feel it profusely in my knee. So I can just imagine if that, if I feel that once in a while, she feels it every day. And just to see her walk, she's such a beautiful, I was a young lady, but she is, I look at her face and she just got, she has youth written all over her face. That's the one with the bad knee with the 
joint pain in her knee. What am I saying? I'm jab, jab, jabbering on about something. What I'm saying is this, the joint pain that is there can be, is contributed. There is so many uh, outward contributing factors. Now you can take it into, take into the effect that the one with the knee pain, she drinks alcohol. The one without the one with the rheumatoid arthritis, she doesn't drink alcohol. They are both insulin, uh, insulin uh, insensitive. Therefore, they have their own metabolic uh, situations going on. One, they both are. They told they told them that they have. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. Just when they get older, they have. Uh, sugar dysregulation when they get older. They are both taking a type of medication. They are both taking medications, period. One of them for sure is taking one with insulin and uh, and blood, blood lowering uh, pills. And the other I know for a fact is uh, taking blood lowering, blood sugar lowering pills. So both are taking blood sugar lowering pills. One is taking insulin. The one that's taking the only, that's not taking the insulin, she's drinking alcohol. The other one, she's not drinking alcohol. The one, the one with the the weight with the hand pain, she you can see that she is, she is, she is over. I don't want to say overweight, but if you look that, if you do her weight waist hip ratio, you can see that she has a bit too many kilos on her body. You know, not kilos as in protein or or muscle. We're talking fat here. You know, and we could be sensitive about the situation and say that, and at the same time, you know, be be cool about the situation. She's a she's a lovely person, and that has nothing to do with her weight. Or she is who she is. The other one is who she is. The other, she has lost a bit of weight during a time of sickness, but she is also fine. She is also um, I don't want to say she's not as her kilos do not outweigh her good health, if that makes sense. I say good health, but that's not necessarily true because she's got some bad habits as well. So what am I saying? There are a lot of contributing factors that increase their chances of these situations. And you're probably saying, well, rheumatoid arthritis, that's an autoimmune disease. Of course, you can't do anything about that. That has nothing to do with anything. Well, where's your immune system, guys? Your immune system is in the gut. All right, let's talk about what we can do about the situation. We know that they are both elderly, right? We know that they both have been eating the same thing, so they thought, over and over and over. They have been eating the same thing that they they thought they were eating over and over and over. Little did they know that their food has been sprayed with pesticides. That's a toxin. Their foods have been stripped from their nutrients. That's a toxin because the food has become a toxin. You know, the nutrients are, are depleted and then things are added to it to make it, to enrich it. That's a toxin. What else are we talking about here? They have been eating sugary goodness. <laughs> and we're not talking from plants here. We're not talking from plants. If you listen to the podcast about sugar and where it comes from and the war on sugar, then you know what I'm talking about. You can take a little giggle. Giggle with me. <laughs> Okay, I sound crazy, but it's okay. So they are imbibing in either alcohol or sweet treats, even though they say, oh, it's not very often. It still matters if you're not doing other things 
to to offset those things to offset those those sugary treats even if they're just once in a while if you are still eating them and you're not doing other things to help your your health to get better then it just sits there in a bucket and it accumulates and it accumulates and it accumulates until it overflows that's what dr stephen cabal calls the rain barrel effect now i said bucket but we can think rain barrel i mean that's about the size of each one of our bodies kind of kind of and the general concept is you the rain comes there's a catchment it catches the water in the barrel the lid is on you never notice all of a sudden there's an overflow why because there was one drop too many and it overflowed what happens your grass is ruined whatever that catchment is sitting on is ruined you see what i'm saying the rain barrel effect too much and then finally without any release Say you're not taking any of that water and slowly watering the plants, for example. Okay, so I hope you get the visual. So too much of the processed foods, processed, refined. Now you're probably thinking, well, what about my food processor? Nah, kid, if you're using your food processor, you're good to go. If you're making things handmade, do that thing. That's what I did. Check out the Lucky Stove on YouTube. You will see, this is what we had to do. Sometimes you have to take, take the ease out of life and do things that are hard for the moment until they become normal and then then they become easy but that's not what they're doing these women are 88 years old at plus 88 plus okay so what's happening they trusted that their food source was always the same always giving them the same nutrients now think about it there are outside toxins that are affecting them there's the medication that's affecting them there are all these things affecting their gut that does not allow them to break down the nutrients the proteins the vitamins the minerals to get into the cells to get the food to get the nutrition that they need so instead those things because of the inflammation from the omega-6s that are coming in from all of these other places foods the polyunsaturated way i'll get there i'll get there wait a minute back it up danielle so all of these things are affecting them causing inflammation and again that's toxins that's outside toxins that's the stress that's going on you know outward stress emotional stress you know the stress on the body because of the medications that they're taking all of these are stressful the body cannot hang if you're constantly throwing things bombarding it so this is what's occurring so now let's talk about it. what can they do about it like i said now we can look at their diet for example they can eat more fatty wild-caught fish right they can cook with unprocessed oils like coconut oil um, ghee olive oil on a low fire they can use curcumin in the foods you know ground curcumin they can make um, uh, what do they call it a golden milk if you will they can use a ginger tea that's an anti-inflammatory add cayenne pepper to their meals also an anti-inflammatory what can they do about the pain though? What can they do to, to limber up? Well, they can practice flexing their joints. They can open and squeeze their hands, for example. Uh, for the one with the knee joint pain, they, she can get it, do water aerobics. It's about that time. The weather's a bit more beautiful. And even if not, there are warm pools. Walking three to five times a week. Oh my gosh, no, my, my leg hurts. How dare you? It's gonna make it worse. Actually, no, it makes it better. The same thing. You can work the one with the hand pain they can she can work her way down from a very large stress ball to a small stress ball you know work the way down slowly by slowly and, and learning to squeeze her hands again but is that enough 
we talked about food and we talked about ways to move the body, but is that enough? Absolutely not. What about rest? What about rest? What about stress? What about toxins? Let's talk about stress. Like I said, the body gets stressed by the things that are affecting them outward and inward. That's exhaust. That's all of those horrible toxins that are in the air. That is the things that we are washing ourselves with, the shampoos, things like that, right? These women, they like to look beautiful. So they are using these, <laughs> they are using these products that could be affecting their hormones, which can uh, in turn cause inflammation on their own. Anything that's disrupting the gut, the microbiota, it's going to and your hormones, it's going to affect your cells and it's going to cause inflammation. And we don't want that, but that's what it is. Because why? Because all of our life, we've been told that as long as as long as it's out there, it's okay. Because they would never give us anything to hurt us. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> so for stress, taking deep breaths, just like I mentioned, taking deep breaths to oxygenate the muscles can release some tension, therefore decreasing joint pain. For example, okay, yeah, you're like, okay, good, but what about the knee? Is the oxygen gonna hit the knee? Well, yeah, it is, because if you oxygenate the blood, then the blood flows throughout the body, and then that will also release some of the tension on the muscles that are surrounded by the cartilage at the knee, at the knee. You're like, oh my gosh, well, that's bone, and we're talking, you're talking muscle. Trust me. Trust me, or look it up and find your own tool. <laughs> what about toxins? We talked about some of the food. What about removing the gluten? And you probably been thinking, oh my gosh, oh, here you go again with the gluten, the gluten, the gluten. But no, really, what about removing the gluten? Because that is inflammatory to most everybody. And if you're not sure, you can always take a food sensitivity test to find out. It's, in, it's inflammatory to most everybody, aggravating the gut, when you aggravate the gut, then the proteins spill over into the bloodstream. When the bloodstream is contaminated, because that's what happens, that's a, contamin that's a contaminant, then it flows through all the systems. And what is affected? The joints. What happens? They become inflamed. When they become inflamed, what happens? There's pain. There's swelling. So that's what I'm talking about. Okay, we talked about gluten, but what else? How about the big three? Let's look at big three for right now. Gluten, cow's milk or dairy, and eggs. Take the test. Take the test. Just take the test. Three weeks, 21 days. Take the test. Remove them. Remove them from the diet. Slowly add them back in if you find that they are not hurting you. Test it. One day, two days. Okay, no problem, no inflammation, no difficulty squeezing my hands or bending my knees. Okay, let me try the next one. Give me a week, the next week, let's try it again. Looks good, oh my word, okay, let's try it again. Looks good, yay! But you know what's not gonna change? Processed foods, highly refined processed foods are not gonna change, why? Because they are made with polyunsaturated fatty acids. The, the, the fatty acid ratio the fat ratio that you are consuming, that they are consuming at this point, is doing nothing but discouraging healthy fat molecules from developing in the, within the cells. And then where are you then? You're inflamed. Omega-3s are what you need. But if the omega-3s are overrun 
by the omega-6s and the other polyunsaturated fatty acids, then there is always going to be a constant inflammation. And the processed foods is not what you're like, well, what's the processed foods? Highly refined. Okay, well, let's talk sugar. Let's talk pasta. Let's talk bread. Let's talk cookies. Let's talk food coloring. Yes, food coloring, because uh, actually food coloring is a paint. It's actual paint that is placed in the food to color it. Unless you get organic food coloring. And what is that? Beet juice. (laughs) You want a red heart? Get some beet juice. Or whatever natural foods coloring. Now, I can definitely recommend that if you want some natural food coloring, you can always check out Bigger Boulder Baking with Gemma Stafford on her YouTube channel. She has a she has recipes and she shows you how to make natural food coloring. I think that's awesome. What about rest? Okay, I know you. I talk about rest all the time, but if they get proper sleep, which they don't, because I ask them all the time when I come in. If they get proper sleep, then the body has time to rejuvenate. The body needs time to rejuvenate, to kick out all those bad things. But if there's not enough proper sleep, then the body can't do what it needs to do. It has a self-cleaning system at night. And depending on who you are, you need between six and eight hours of sleep. Eh, maybe you need more. Hey, great. Take it if it doesn't interrupt the rest of your life or go to bed earlier so that way you can get all those hours in. But without that proper sleep, then the body cannot rejuvenate and take take on the task of cleaning out the inflammation. They can remind themselves that it can always be better. And you can too. It can always be better, not worse, better. And then allow them to experience the better. Allow themselves to experience the better. And you're probably thinking, okay, that's like so vague. But really, you have to have a positive mindset about these things. If you, your your mental state will determine how your body reacts to what's going on, no matter what. And then your body will react, and then your gut will react, and then your brain will react, and then your emotions will react, and then your body will react, and then your brain will react. Yes, yes, that's how it goes. And sometimes simultaneously. So a positive mindset is absolutely what is necessary to get the help that is necessary to get the help and to rejuvenate and to get past these things. Negative thoughts and negative um, mindset is, is are also toxins to the soul. Just so you know. What else can they do? Like, oh man, we have like all this pain, and you're saying don't use all these medications because they're messing up my gut. What am I supposed to do for the pain? Well, there's CBD oil. There's CBD oil cream. Oh my gosh, I would never, never, but maybe you should <laughs> because CBD oil, you have a cannabinoid, you actually have a cannabinoid system in the body. So your body has been created to accept it. So if your body has been created to accept it, then I wouldn't put it past to use it. I'm not telling you to go take THC and smoke it. I'm saying CBD oil. I'm just saying. You could also add collagen peptides into your smoothies, your drinks, the yogurt, the coconut yogurt, because remember, you're going to cut dairy for a little bit to see if that's affecting your your joints, your coconut yogurt or your kefir, coconut kefir. <laughs> you can add these things, protein powders, a bit more protein to help build up the, help build up the cartilage. 
don't give up. You have to remember, you have to, don't give up, take it step by step and remember that the step by step that you take is only going to take you further away from the negativity of one, feeling the way you do and two, uh, just interacting in a, a negative mindset that goes back to mindset, but it's very important because you have your emotions and you have your mindset. And if you're stuck in a place of negativity, then you will constantly live out that negativity. You have to go forward. So that is that as far as what you can do. I hope you took notes <laughs> and I hope I didn't talk too fast. Now, um, another way to avoid inflammation, say you're not eating bad things, you're eating the healthy things, you're eating all the veggies and things. Well, maybe the veggie and thing, veggies and things are affecting you. I've created a printout that you can utilize. You can download and print it from the website, ehimacoach.com forward slash podcast E49. And with that, it gives you, it says foods to avoid when suffering from joint stiffness. And of course, depending on where you are, saying, saying pain could get you in trouble because that's now considered a medical disorder on my hangwall. But for example, the, the dirty dozen, you can print that. I have that listed on this printout inflammatory foods. I have it listed on the, the printout and I also have polyunsaturated fats also known as PUFAs. You can download this for free by going to the website, ihinwacoach.com forward slash podcast E49. And then it'll be available for you. Okay. And you can also listen to this podcast on the website if you so chose, or listen to the other podcast. Now, I hope this was very helpful to you because I found that it was very helpful to me to put it out there for you. What could you do from a from a health coach standpoint? What could I do to help you with this? Well, in this instance, if you've already have rheumatoid arthritis uh, or joint pain, the first things we could do is we could do a sensitivity. We could do a food sensitivity test to see what you're sensitive to. Maybe the maybe gluten is not your thing. Maybe dairy is not your thing. Your thing. Maybe eggs are not your thing. But maybe there are other foods in your in your immediate eating zone that is that is causing inflammation. And as long as those things are causing inflammation, then they are going. Your joints are always going to hurt. Your knees are going to continue to hurt. Uh, to hurt. You're going to con- constantly have brain fog, and so on and so forth. So if you found that this podcast was awesome, if you, then I would love for you to not hesitate to share it with anyone, everyone that you feel that this can serve. If you know anybody who's dealing with joint pain, if, they're, it's, if it's difficult for them to get up, if they have blood sugar dysregulation, then it's all, it's all connected. It's all interconnected. And we can do what would be necessary to get them at least some ease of pain without having to constantly be going to quarter corticosteroids, because that's not the answer. You don't want to be living on pills for the rest of your life. So with that being said, thank you so much for joining me here at Type 2 Take 2. Be sure to share the podcast and have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, 
feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure. But we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.